One cold and bitter Thursday in Munich, Germany Eight great football stalwarts conceded victory Eight men will never play again who met destruction there The flowers of English football, the flowers of Manchester in the cold snow of Munich, they let down their lives. But they live on forever in our hearts and our minds. So come on, all supporters, and hold your head high. For Manchester United will never, never die. Hello, Buddhists. Welcome to FCast, a football podcast. So we are back once again. And this time we are back with a very, very, very special episode. So all of us who are here today are very familiar with the date, 6th of February, 1958. And with me, as always, I've got Orko and I have got two very special guests. I would rather like them to reveal their identity. So I'll straight away go to both of our guests. So at, uh, at the beginning, I'd like to go to uh, Dr. Bhaskar, who happens Hi. to be one of the most integral members of IFCAST uh, ever since its incorporation. So a warm welcome, Bhaskar, once again. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, citizens. Yeah. So the second guest for uh, today is uh, Lahada. Lahada happens to be a die-hard Red Devil fan. So Lahada, it's over to you. Uh, because we all want you to introduce. Well, hello, citizens. This is Shuvarib Laha, a diehard Red Devil fan and a Brazil supporter also. Oh, so that's that's a rare combo, but yeah, we'll take that. So uh, I'll straight away go to our guest uh, tonight. So as I said, 6th of February, it happens to be one of the most emotionally connected or one of the most... Uh, um, it's, it's of many emotions. So I'll straight away go to you guys to tell what does this date actually mean to you? Bakar, yeah, what to you? So, yeah. yeah, I want to say that all we Manu fans and not only the Manchester United fans but all the uh, footizens of this world, those who are a diehard football fan, uh, we have been remembering these flowers of Manchester. That is the eight players of Manchester United who died in a very unfortunate and a very disastrous plane crash in Munich on uh, 6 February 1958 on their way home from a European Cup quarterfinal, which was held in Belgrade. Uh, that unfortunate crash came just when the team was going into its best and most exciting stage. And uh, this was said by Sir Bobby Charlton, who was 20 year old at that time and a very integral part of Manu team. Uh, I, I want to quote him. He said, I remember watching our first home game in the European Cup against Anderlecht and we beat them 10-0. It was a sensational uh, thing in the football history. Uh, then I want to uh, say you in a very crisp form that uh, after stopping to re uh, refuel at the snowy Munich airport, uh, Manchester United's plane was uh, due to begin the final leg of the trip. The passengers included the journalists, 
a huge number of supporters the club management staff they all boarded the plane three times because twice uh, the takeoff attempts were failed on the third occasion there would be no turning back but the aircraft hampered by the build up of the slash on the runway failed to get off the ground in that time and as the bea airliner crashed to the airport's perimeter fence and into a nearby house and the time was 3 pm the whole united dream and several of the matt busby's bebs uh, died within it i have uh, just used a term known as busby's bebs i'll just uh, want to ask lahada if you please uh, enlighten the footizens about this busby bebs term well first of all thank you mr bhaskar for introducing me and uh, so i will start with why the busby bebs become famous see yes. the busby bebs was a term recruited because of the of uh, the manager named mad busby because he created team out of nowhere because if you look before uh, 1958 manchester united was nothing of a team but he created a team out of youngsters who were naturally gifted they were young gifted and they just brought and something a class upon upon that club uh, upon the club basically and that average of the age of the club was only of 21 and 22 think of that that was that that is one of the one, one of the greatest things can be achieved in those those times but unfortunately in we lost eight players and eight gifted players be the striker be the defender be the midfielders we lost eight players and after that only only liverpool one of the fiercest rivals of manchester united supported us after 1958 by by uh, just uh, giving their five players as a loan and manchester city another rival club giving another another cl- few players to the club itself so why the busy base becomes famous because see uh, this name actually came from a journalist by uh, tom jackson i'm sorry uh, my pronunciation is not so good so it's tom jackson actually though they won the championship uh, like nearly for two seasons straight and they were brilliant when they played in the in the football field and so i again uh, i i think lada I, I think the Man- manchester united uh, in the 1950 60s they actually pioneered the english football in europe i think and yes, exactly. uh, and i want to quote that uh, it was real madrid they had an apprehension that uh, who are actually the champions before the the mu was and they were the whole time champion of the europe and they had an apprehension that with players in mu like duncan edwards and roger byrne it's quite possible that england could have won the world cup in sweden that year if this unfortunate incident would haven't happened i completely absolutely so uh, thank you so much guys for giving this uh, primary introduction and and sorko you are about to say something yeah there is definitely some speculation and fan stories along with some uh, conspiracy theories regarding this but uh, from a footballing point of view i want to ask you both both ahada and bhaskar that as manchester united fans you became manchester united fans uh, <clears throat> at a tender age both of you and then when you got to know of such an event like that of munich air tragedy and then how did you get to know of these and how did it impact as a manchester united supporter 
so uh, i will uh, start with it uh, sorry baskar uh, you want to say something uh, of course of course no no of course you you should start like that okay so uh, what i want to say is see i became a supporter from 1996 for the manchester united uh following uh, many after many months after following the club i like see in those 1996 there was hardly any comrade connection on i think after tw- uh, year 2000 i came to know actually very frankly after year the year 2000 when tv telecast was a big thing back then computer yes exactly so the, the year 2000 why because after year 2000 we got access to computer classes so while sitting in a computer class i was typing uh, some good football, football teams i was typing in computer and uh, in, in my practical classes good football teams etc etc et so after yeah, typing i came to know like i'm sorry no i can't continue continue so after typing i came to know two of the biggest clubs were liverpool and manchester united so why so i began to why and then and then that passion just began you know came to me for manchester united because if you look at the history of manchester united we were actually a mid table club before uh, everything was happened but after everything when bobby charton came at the time he was the only remaining player from the year, year uh, disaster and he became it uh, he made the team around himself and 10 years later we won the european cup in 1968 that was the one of the remarkable things ever ha- happened to any other club and within the 10 years he broke every record and any any uh, human being can in a football field so that that is how i came to support the manchester united so i uh, hand over to vaskar now absolutely but before going on to vaskar i just want to tell you my uh, story actually my uncle happened to be one uh, journalist uh, he used to be a journalist in one of uh, the renowned bengali newspapers so my i actually came to know right from the beginning uh, when i started supporting in 1999 actually he told me the story because he was fully aware about that fact so uh, orko in that way i knew from the very beginning that uh, this story and this story somehow fascinated me because as a youngster you are always intrigued by underdog stories so uh, with uh, having said that i'll straight away go to bhaskar i just want to know his story about when he came to know yeah see actually my interest in football uh, started from 1998 after watching the world cup and after that i came to actually know the importance of club football and whenever uh, we mention about club football obviously manu is the one of the greatest name and you all know that since i was integrally associated with the uh, cultural field theater and all so i had a very passion for music so once i listened to that spinners band song that's the flowers of manchester and when uh, that time that lahada told that the first time we were surfing the computers and so i came to know that and that spinner song that flowers of manchester this uh, term actually had a lot of that haunted me so then i searched for the incident and slow by slow after first i ever read about manchester was this tragic incident and then i started uh, like uh, searching the history what i actually admire about this club is always they have given importance to the youth that lahada told that always it was the 19 to 21 years of Uh, the footballers who used to dominate the U- Europe that time. Always this uh, this youth thing, that uh, this the passion and the adrenaline rush, and uh, the always and the, and obviously the Manu supporters, their excitement. I kind of I get that feeling of that Kolkata Maidan, uh, that East Bengal Mohan Bagan adrenaline rush in that uh, in, on the supporters of Manu and the club. 
तो लाइक इट वाज लाइक अ ड्रीम जर्नी फॉर मी लाइक सिंस सिंस आई स्टार्टेड वाचिंग द इंग्लिश प्रीमियर लीग सो ऑब्वियसली लाइक आई हैड अ इमोशनल कनेक्शन विद दिस क्लब आई एब्सोल्युटली सो आई जस्ट थिंक दैट बस एंड ऑब्वियसली एंड ऑब्वियसली दैट द टर्म द रेड डेविल्स एक्चुअली फॉरगॉट टू मेंशन दैट हॉन्टेड मी अ लॉट दैट रेड डेविल्स हु इज दिस रेड डेविल सिंस slowly i started reading the history of the club and i started watching english so you media. fall in love with whatever scares you <laughs> of course very nice but, but what what bhaskar says is a very important thing that we always had this feeling in mind that manchester liverpool and we would connect our maidan clubs to yes. their yes. i mean whichever club is similar and we would have debates and arguments regarding that the exactly. manchester is more of is bengal oh, where liverpool is more of mon bagan and mon bagan so on yeah that's a very nostalgic thing brought about and so uh, just to shall... just to quickly uh, tell all of our uh, listeners uh, the eight manchester united players who actually had that unfortunate demise uh, that evening uh, were geoff bent roger byrin eddie coleman duncan edwards mark jones david pegg Tommy Taylor and Billy Wheeler. So these were the eight gentlemen who actually um, passed away that due to that unfortunate incident. So yeah, Orko, you are uh, about to say something. And also, I want to yeah. mention the, the one of the like uh, stalwarts in the field of sports journal- journalism. Also, like Alf Clark, Don Davis, George Follows, Tom Jack, Tom Jackson. They were also the victim of the air crash. Absolutely. Exactly. What what I wanted to know from both of you, Lahada and Baskar, again, that <clears throat> these were promising players, as you mentioned, like twenty twenty one years of age. They had won two consecutive English League Cups, and they were on the verge of being the third team to win the English League. I mean, English League. Uh, I mean, Premier League. Back in those days, it was English League, so they were on the verge of winning it three times. they would have been the third team doing so but somehow their um, this winning run this uh, i mean hot streak of form this came to an end tragically so how do you believe that if they had been there would the i mean the face of football the history of football been different in any way Uh, I think Lahada could say better, but I just want to end it in two to three lines. That uh, the 1966, in the year in which England won the football World Cup, it was a very controversial. There is a lot of controversy about the final match and all. But I think that if this uh, team, the players who have passed away, if they would have been in the England team, I think they would have a like glorifying victory, and I think England would have been free from a controversial World Cup win. I think, and it would be have been a like. Uh, Uh, like a, a a glorious victory in the uh, crown of england but that is that is really a nice uh, nice opinion I, i never heard such a bold opinion in my life so thank you yeah, of, of course <laughs> welcome la a quick comment see uh, exactly i want to say since it didn't happen how will i say right is nothing can be predicted what happens and what not happened even uh, real madrid bought nearly And, you know, eight players to the club in nineteen uh, in the year two thousand three, four, five of uh, like uh, of the like basically diamond class footballers, but they do not did not want anything. So, Bazi base might might have won, might not have won. But since they were not there, 
so that's how we can remember the buzzy base by saying that they were they were like uh, interesting players who who could have fulfilled uh, who kind of fulfilled many of the dreams of the manchester united that's that's uh, what i can say or uh, if i historically say of, yeah, just uh, if i hist- the beauty of yeah. busby babes lies in what ifs uh, if uh, historically exactly. if i say uh, exactly uh, or or kosam if i want to say historically 1956 if we see uh, manchester united they went through the season unbeaten at home and they won yes, the league championship yes. won the championship by 11 points this and at no, a time when the and and this at a time when the english premier league system was based on a two points for win okay and a year and later in 1957 they were crowned champions again by eight points and they scored 103 goals in a whole tournament so you can Like so, and there was I, a. I just, I just add a uh, small uh, point to it. They were in the semi-finals of the European Cup. Yes. Think about that. They were they were in the semi-finals from that disaster, 1950, uh, 1950 uh, thing disaster. They become a champion of that cup after exactly ten years. And and uh, I think there is a clip of a uh, Mr. Bobich or uh, Sir Bobich Charton of saying he is thankful. Is he was thankful what was created by Mad Busby. that was dream of mad busby of the dream of uh, giving young players a chance that was the dream of mad busby and okay. that dream has never has always been there in my match united giving young players a chance and at, at this uh, i of think course. the present structure by uh, ole ole gola solskar proves it uh, giving young players a chance absolutely thank you absolutely so having said that i want to thank both of you for your time finding out time and joining us in our podcast uh i think orko you want to sum it up yeah definitely it was it was nice talking to both of you and knowing your perspective regarding this uh, trans- uh i uh, i want to end this podcast uh with the few lines of the spinners band which they actually dedicated to uh, this oh. unfortunate incident if you with your permission can i say Sure, one sure. Of the be- one, of the, on. one of the favorite favorite lines of mine. Sure, please end it on a high. Yeah. Oh, England's finest football team. Its record truly great. Its proud successes mocked by a cruel turn of fate. Eight men will never play again who met destruction there. The flowers of English football. The flowers of Manchester. So thank you so much. On this note, we are ending today's podcast. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Thank Good you. Good night, guys. Bye bye. One cold and bitter Thursday in Munich, Germany. Eight great football stalwarts conceded victory. Eight men will never play again who met destruction there. The flowers of English football, the flowers of Manchester. Matt Busby's boys were flying, returning from Belgrade. This great united family, all masters of their trade. The pilot of the aircraft, the skipper, Captain Thane. 
Three times they tried to take off and twice turn back again. The third time down the runway, disaster followed close. There was slush upon that runway, and the aircraft never rose. It plowed into the marshy ground, it broke, it overturned, and eight of the team were killed when the blazing wreckage burned. Roger Byrne and Tommy Taylor, who were capped for England's side, and Ireland's Billy Whelan and England's Jeff and died. Mark Jones and Eddie Coleman and David Pegg also. They all lost their lives as it ploughed on through the snow. Big Duncan, he went to with an injury to his brain. And Ireland's brave Jack Blanchflower will never play again. The great Matt Busby lay there, the father of this team. Three long months passed by before he saw his team again. The trainer, coach and secretary and a member of the crew. Also eight sporting journalists who with United flew. And one of them was Big Swifty, who we will not forget. The finest English keeper that ever graced a net. Oh, England's finest football team, its record truly great. Its proud success as mocked by a cruel turn of fate. Eight men will never play again who met destruction there. The flowers of English football, the flowers of Manchester.